3: It is a beautiful Monday, and I remind you, it's going to be Friday before you know it. Do not be down. Enjoy the chilly weather. It's going to be warming up a little bit, and we may have some rain by the weekend. I'm looking at the the Carnival cruise ship that is in the port of New Orleans right at the port. Yeah. And they're going to be cruising out of here a little bit later. Um, it's very windy. Uh, the Gulf is going to be a little rough. Oh, no. Um yeah. Oh no! <laughs> you know, I, I've I've been on one cruise, and there, there was one moment during the cruise, one night, when it, the the the, uh, the the ship rocked a little. I mean, I didn't get seasick or anything, uh, but I think this uh, I think this cruise ship uh, I think they may be in for a few waves out in the uh, in the Gulf. And you know, everybody's just they you start drinking immediately, well, yeah. immediately. You, oh, you do? You don't wait till you get out of the Gulf? No. You think anybody waits until they get out in the Gulf? Why would you do that? Why are you yeah. on that boat? I don't know. No, you, 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 nobody does that. I mean, it takes like nine hours to get to the Gulf.
1: I don't know. I don't remember. I only did it once. I had a great time. I loved yeah. it. But...
3: I know. I'd love to go on
1: another cruise. Well, let's put that together.
3: Let's we try could, and that. We could on do the,
1: with this, the scoot cruise.
3: Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. We, we, do, we do a cruise to nowhere where we just go and cruise out in the, There used to be uh, cruises to nowhere um, out of uh, Miami all the time. A cruise to nowhere where you get on the cruise ship and they just, they just cruise for a day or two just you out just, in, in the, in the, the, the you Caribbean. You just and do come back. donuts in the no ocean port, and then come no, back? They just do donuts. <laughs> Big round donuts. I love donuts. it. That's yeah. a great idea. Cruise to that. nowhere. I and would you do just that. go out there, no port. You just go out there and cruise. Um that sounds great. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. We talked about this at the beginning of the show. I, I did get my uh, smoked turkey from uh, Dickie's Barbecue, and it was delicious. And if you love smoked turkey, their smoked turkey was amazing. And I made a smoked turkey burrito for lunch today, and it was good. And Ian smelled something special when he walked into my office, and it was, um, it was exactly that. So we have reached a tipping point with the Saints. Our lines have been lit up since um, about one30 and people are frustrated, and I am among those who are very, very frustrated. There are some things that are obvious, and we're doing this with dignity. Part of what goes along with sports is criticism. This is part of the sport. And if anybody can't take criticism, then they don't have to be in the business they're in, because it is a business that draws criticism if things don't go well. And if it's obvious why things don't go well, this is part of the business. So nobody can be upset with this conversation, nobody. Now, we've reached a tipping point because we've been up and down and the Saints the, the players are not playing for Dennis Allen. I want you to hear I want you to hear Dennis Allen. I want you to hear how upset he was at a loss. The Saints went into that game yesterday, leading in the NFC South. The team that was in second place beat them, and now that team, the Atlanta Falcons, is in first place. I have never seen a more lack—well, I've seen others that, that compare, but the Saints came out after a bye week, and it looked as if the bye week was still continuing. They were motionless. They were predictable and lethargic in the beginning. And the Saints, under Coach Allen, have never seemed to have the ability to jump out there and make a statement early in the game. I was told in this business a long time ago by a program director that the first 10 minutes of the show, make the show. The first 10 minutes of a show dictate what kind of show you're going to have. And to some degree, that's true. I mean, I've had some, some openings and shows that you know, I thought kind of sucked, and, and I, I recovered and, and did well. And this is not always the case. But in the beginning of anything, the way you do something at the very beginning of it The way you start your day, the way they start the game, that has a lot to do with setting the tone for the game. And the way the Saints came out, they were playing from behind from the very, very beginning. And Alvin Kamara, we just heard this in in sports during our news, says the team doesn't know who they are. Whose fault is that? I'm not picking on Dennis Allen. But it's obvious that these players are not playing for Dennis Allen. And I just, I can't get over the overwhelming void of passion. After that important, crucial game, divisional game yesterday, here was Dennis Allen's attitude after the game. Um, I thought we had our opportunities. I think this game really boiled down to um, our ability down there in the red area. Two penalties, two turnovers. One went for a pick six. Six. Um, and then, obviously, defensively, our inability to um, stop the run. And that's really what the game, you know, boiled down to. That's what the game was all about. Really? Well, I've, I've got a couple of other suggestions. No passion. And, 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 and people who are, are critical of the Saints, the fans who are critical of the Saints, again, this is part of what, what goes on in this business. And people choose to be in this business because there's so much money to be made. But this is what goes along with it. Nobody can be upset by this conversation because there's no name-calling on this show. We're just having an honest, dignified conversation about the problems, and there are problems, and the red zone. If your quarterback and your offensive coordinator can't get you in the end zone after that many trips to the red zone, you got a problem. I'm waiting for somebody to come up with a meme and maybe it's done where somebody has around the red zone and the Saints are approaching the red zone and they've got the yellow police caution tape, you know, like do not enter. Uh, They've got that around the goal because the Saints would get close to the goal and and it was almost as if somebody was saying,
0: nothing for you to see here, boys, move along.
3: Did they have do not enter signs that we didn't see in, in the stadium there? Derek Carr's not getting the job done. And the team's not responding to him. The team's not responding to Dennis Allen. It's not my fault, but that's a reality. I don't know if it does any good to change coaches now, before the season's over. But what I don't think should happen, because we've got the greatest fans, the Saints have the greatest fans, and the players and, the, and everybody is making money on the fans. And the fans are not getting what they deserve. A team with at least passion. Desmond Ritter, quarter, young quarterback for the, the Falcons, he wasn't doing so well. Put him on the bench. He thought about things. Coach gave him another shot. He came out. Okay, he threw a couple of interceptions, but he won the game. And he's a young quarterback, just 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 learning. Derek Carr's not a new quarterback learning. And uh, I, I don't know what the Saints saw in, in him, but they saw enough to pay him a lot of money. Are they going to stick with him just because they paid him the money? I don't know, but I think that would be a mistake. Are they going to stick with Dennis Allen because it's a safe thing to do? And what I don't want to happen is that I don't want the team to reflect this mentality of, um, oh, well, it's just, we'll be okay. You know, we'll be okay. Y'all keep paying us. Y'all keep giving us the money and keep supporting us and buying all the Saints gear and everything. And we'll just, you know, just don't worry. We're doing the safe thing. The safe thing is not going to win. If you want to join us, the Oakland Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Jonathan and Marrero. Jonathan, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the show.
4: Hey, it's good. How you doing today? I'm okay. Uh, I wish we'd be better.
3: <laughs> I do too.
4: I played football from when I was five years old all the way through high school, uh, been a Saints season ticket holder for 18-plus years now, so I know a little bit about football. And uh, my perspective on it is our problem is from the top down. you yeah. got a got a beta, introverted head coach trying to lead a bunch of alpha dogs on the field, and that recipe just doesn't work.
3: No, it's not working. And the question is, will the Saints recognize it and act, or will they just work harder to make it work? And those are the two groups of people that we have in the world. There are people who realize that uh, that that something isn't right, and they make a change. And then there are those who just work harder and harder and harder at trying to make the same thing work, and that rarely uh, works out. So, I appreciate your your comment, Jonathan. Uh, let's go to uh, Mo in New Orleans. Mo, welcome. How you doing, Scoop? I'm okay, Mo. I'd, I'd be better if we weren't talking about this.
4: I know, so would I. Okay, my comment is, um, and I know I really pay attention to not just what's happening on the field, but you have to pay attention to what's happening on the sideline. And when I watch the sideline, I can go back to when Drew Brees had success or he didn't have success. He would take that pad, that play pad, get it in his hands, sit on that bench and study and watch the success that he had probably and the failures that he had. But I don't see that with Carr and I don't see it with uh, even Jamin Winston. He's on the sideline cheer, cheerleading yeah. and cautious on the bench in the day. So until you, until you get game-time uh, situations and you're trying to do things differently to have success, while the game is going on, you're going to keep having the same problem when you get on the field because you're not paying attention to the plays uh, what the defense is doing, uh, allowing you to do. So that's why he goes out there and he does the things he does.
3: I, I, ju- I see a I just I see such a passive passive relationship between the coach and, and the players and I, I just don't think that's conducive to 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 the, to creating the passion that it takes to win.
4: Right, it's nothing the coach I mean when you see a team trying to have success, the defensive coach gets his defense around him. He talks, they communicate. When you see the offensive coach get around his uh, offensive players uh, either the leader of the offense, which was sometimes just quarterback, talk and communicate. When you see one himself, yeah. and he's not looking at the fifth hand and trying to study, what am I doing? What you know? Even when you're having success, and yeah. I'm trying, trying to save yeah. it, I
3: can. Drew Brees always. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mo. Drew Brees always had his head down on that uh, that, that tablet. Um, but yet I saw Jalen Hurts with the, the Eagles, and, and he was just uh, sitting there on the sideline at times. So I think they, they, they look at that earlier in the game than they do uh, later in the game. But look, I, all we know about are the results, and the results are not good. Football is about passion. Football is about the desire to win. Sports is about the desire to win. Talent is only half of it. The rest of it is the desire to win. And you and I have seen many cases where a less talented team beats a more talented team just because they have the passion. And this is, uh, th- this is the case throughout sports. We have no passion. Oh, and then, you know, like toward the end, yeah, we kind of had some passion and we were kind of working our way down. and, and There was a sense of urgency. Why do we wait till we're in an impossible situation to have a sense of urgency? Who creates the sense of urgency from the very first play on? I appreciate those of you who have been on hold, and I appreciate all the texts we've been getting. We'll get to as many as we can, so just hang on, and uh, more calls and more of your texts coming up. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 1991, Freddie Mercury's funeral was held in London. A very small group of friends and family, including Elton John, and of course, uh, band members of, of Queen were there. It was a private ceremony, and uh, Freddie Mercury uh, asked his um, longtime female companion, um, you know, they, he was kind of bisexual in the beginning and seemed to become more um, gay toward, toward the end, but uh, Mary Austin was his uh, longtime female companion. She meant so much to him, even if his uh, sexual desires um, lied elsewhere. But uh, she took his ashes and has never disclosed the location of where they are. I'm
1: Scoot. We'll be right back on WWL.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: We're going to get
3: back to all of your calls because we've reached a tipping point for the Saints, not just this season, but the Saints in general. This is just a very, very frustrating um, moment for us Saints fans. We won't get back to that in just a minute, so just hang on. Uh, Every year, Merriam-Webster comes out with the word of the year, and it's based on the number of times a word is looked up. Merriam-Webster declares the word of the year for 2023 is Authentic. And it's just a a new word that has gotten a lot of attention.
1: Authentic. That is Merriam-Webster's word of the year for 2023. The company says look up Sword on its website throughout the year. It's all thanks to the age of deepfakes, post-truth, and the rise of artificial intelligence. In fact, Merriam-Webster's editor-at-large called this year a crisis year of authenticity. Runners-up, X, thanks to Elon Musk's rebranding of Twitter, and EGOT after Viola Davis achieved it after a Grammy win this year. Matt Piper, CBS News. All right,
3: we're not going to have time to get into it today, but, you know, there are those words and phrases that we're, you know, we're so tired of hearing. They, they become buzz phrases and words throughout the year. And we're just, by the end of the year, we're sick and tired of hearing it, and we'd like him to come to an end before the new year begins. We'll talk about that on the show uh, tomorrow afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. Also, the uh, Linda Frickey murder trial opened today. Uh, John Honoré is the alleged thug punk who was a part of the uh, carjacking that led to the murder of Linda Frickey. The suspect's father is passionately claiming his son is innocent, and nobody should try to assume that he's guilty. We also talked about Mayor LaToya Cantrell. Uh, basically saying that uh, she's black and therefore she should um, have special treatment when it comes to breaking laws and breaking rules. And that certainly is not the case. Mayor Cantrell's claim that she's being victimized because she's black is actually, um, is actually uh, working against the, the civil rights workers and all that they have done. This, this idea of playing the race card just whenever you're, you're in trouble is absurd. Mayor Cantrell is being judged on her behavior not the fact that she is an African-American. All right, let's get back to your calls. Let's go to Bay St. Louis. John, welcome to WWL.
0: Hey, Scoot. Listen, man, I've been a Saints fan since the first time they came to New Orleans. You know, I'm, I'm hearing a
3: it. lot of this today, and I think this really touches how deeply frustrated Saints fans are at this point. This is not just about yeah. the season 2023. This is about what people believe to be the future of the Saints in terms of, of 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 having a winning attitude. And and we're hearing from a lot of people who were there at that very first game in 1967.
0: That's right. They need to get rid of Dennis Allen, man. He's not that coach for, the, for that team. Uh, I look, and I'm looking at Houston, got a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback, and they're being very successful. Oh, man, Houston's kicking it. A rookie coach and a rookie quarterback, man, we might do something.
3: Well, you know, Mickey Loomis has been a brilliant general manager. He's been brilliant. I, 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 it's inconceivable to me that this kind of a mistake would have been made. And I don't know why it was yeah. made, but they should have seen, I mean, Dennis Allen obviously has always been this person and they yeah. should have, they should have seen this in him and this should not be a surprise to the saints. And I wonder if maybe they just thought the fans wouldn't notice or, or, or wouldn't care. John, I appreciate I'm you hanging on. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
5: I see they can see it. They in the put
6: and look at it. Look at the record. Yeah.
3: It's yeah. the same as he was when he was with the Raiders. I know. And, there, and there's no passion. There's, I mean, there's, yeah. it's, it's void of passion. John, glad you called. It's obvious. It's obvious to Saints fans. And we're the ones that made everybody rich. We're the ones that are continuing to make everybody rich. And yet, we're frustrated. And rightfully so. And I just think, I think this is a big moment. That loss yesterday was bigger than just the loss yesterday. Now, um, the second guest show with Bobby Hebert and Mike Tilly. He's coming up next live from the Silver Slipper Casino in Bay St. Louis. At six thirty, tune in for the coaches show where Bobby and Mike Haas talk to head coach Dennis Allen and assistive offensive uh, assistant offensive line coach Kevin Carberry. And then at seven thirty, Monday Night Football, the the Bears and the Vikings. From Mid City, Mike, welcome to WWL. Hey, well
5: yeah, Scoop? Hey Mike. Yeah man, hey Bob I think we should start at the top, man. Uh, Mickey, I'm calling for Mickey Loomis, for Mickey Loomis to be relieved of his duties. I, yeah, he had a he had a nice run. He had a run for about what, uh, almost 20 years, not man. But these last two colossal mistakes that he made—the first one was in hiring Dennis Allen, and the second one was was uh giving uh, uh, Derek Carr all of this money. You know, that was another colossal mistake. You know, and and uh, I I just can't see it getting no better, bro. You know, it's not gonna get no better. You know, I mean, you got you got players that he should have paid that he didn't pay. Look, look at Trey Henderson yep. over there in Cincinnati. He didn't pay him. Why he didn't pay him? But he found money. He found he found what one hundred and forty million dollars for Derek Carr. This dude was on the street.
3: Well, I wonder.
5: Walked, the Raiders welcome to the curve.
3: I wonder. He, he was he was benched. I wonder if uh, if Dennis Allen had anything to do with that because Dennis Allen was, was the coach of the, the Raiders briefly. So, and then and then again, the you know, record, Dennis Allen, it, obviously Dennis Allen is in over his head.
5: His record spoke for itself. I mean he had a losing record. Nobody would have got away with hiring Dennis Allen, but Mickey Loomis. No, it's not a general manager in this league would have hired him with that record he had. Flat out. No it's not a general manager would have got away with that.
3: I wish the Saints had the passion you have. From New Orleans East, Ray, you're on WWL. Hello,
0: Scoot. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, I had heard a long time ago that Dennis Allen was the main man that helped Carl get here, and he did everything, and they moved the family and all of that here and brought him here. Well, now, Carl ain't working out. Well, Dennis Allen's looking to make it work. Any way he can, because yeah. his car in the middle, because he's the main man that, that got him here.
3: Well, that may be the case. I, I, I just so mentioned that, that possibility, that, yeah. That may be the that,
0: case. That That's the case, you see. So it's making it work. Even when Carl got hurt a while back, you know, when he thought he had a concussion or something, he made a lot of clear the next day telling everybody, yeah. oh, well, Carl's going to be our, our quarterback. He's coming in. Well, oh, I don't think. And you, still, I, I, you didn't know that, that he was able to come in, you know?
3: In any position in life, I don't think you reward failure. I don't think you reward the failure to to lead, the failure to inspire. I don't think you reward that. But the big question is, will this all continue? I I mean, the, the, the backlash that is going to come from Saints fans, it might not seem like it's that big but I can tell you it is. And the backlash coming from Saints fans is, is going to be huge. And fans deserve better. They deserve a team to show up. The Saints didn't show up yesterday. They had a couple of good moments, but they did not show up. And where does that blame fall? I've had great respect for Mickey Loomis. Uh, he is um, an iconic general manager. Let's hope he hasn't lost his passion. Let's hope that he, let's hope that the, these problems that we have are done away with. It's, you know, we, we spend too much time watching the Saints. We spend too much time invested in, in the Saints emotionally and, and 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 financially, for many people. And I just think we we deserve better. We deserve explanations. We we deserve. Um, we don't deserve. Well, you know, you know, we don't, we don't deserve that. We deserve better. And fans can figure it out. I'm hoping the Saints can figure it out. And and it goes from the very top down to the players. And, and you know, you, you listen to Alvin Kamara say, the team doesn't know who they are. You and I see that, and now we're getting it from the inside, from somebody who's in the locker room. Alvin Kamara is saying the Saints don't know who they are. All right, we got to get to a break here? Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Byron from Applause here on WWL. Hey, Byron.
6: Yes, thank you so much for uh, bringing me on. There's so much I won't, I won't hold you guys up long. Uh, give me about 30 seconds, 30, 45 seconds. Okay. Nevertheless, uh, passion. I've heard two things, and uh, listening to everyone's comments, you know, this is one really great thing about this is that, you know, this is why politics should never be involved in sports because New Orleans is unified in one thing, and that's the New Orleans Saints. I'm very, very proud of all of the Saints fans around the state of Louisiana and the Gulf Coast and so so on and so forth. We're very, very incredibly passionate about our team, right? And one thing that Sean Payton brought to the table, whether it was a loss or whether it was a win, there was always passion. There was excitement. There was thrill involved in the locker room, and we believed, even when we lost, we believed the energy, the passion is missing in the locker room. Dennis Allen, you know, it's nothing personal, but he doesn't have the it factor to galvanize and to coordinate and organize the players to bring the energy. You know, you would turn into – WWL, he would turn it to all the different stations. And we went, when the Saints would win, they would be in the locker room, the camaraderie, the excitement. They were dancing, and everyone was doing the tootsie roll and all the different little latest dances in all of the world. You don't feel it. You can feel it and not even be in the locker room. It's called passion. The energy is missing. It has to be totally revamped. God bless Tom Benson, he's incredibly missed. I haven't called since Buddy Diliberto. This is my first time calling back. I think that's, what, well over 20 years? I'm 45 years old now. The passion, it's gone. It's, it's not there.
3: But Byron, the and passion the people, is not gone from people like you, the fans, and that's what the Saints have to listen to. That's what they have to pay it. attention to.
6: Amen, brother. Thank
3: you. All right. I'm glad you're called. You know, the results are not hidden. We prove our confidence, no matter what we do, we prove our competence every day of our lives. So who's accountable for this? Who's going to speak up and, and, and take responsibility for this? Because you're hearing, and I think it's really interesting that so many Saints fans who, who say, I was there in 1967. I was, I was there too. But the Saints fans that have been with this team for so long are so hurt by the lack of effort and the multi-million dollar players. And Michael Thomas again, injured reserve. You know he's a hall of fame, a hall of fame wide receiver, but he's never going to get to the hall of fame because he doesn't play. I'm Scrooge. Uh, we will come back with um, more of your comments. All right. So tomorrow on the show, we'll, we'll talk about the words and phrases that we're, we're tired of hearing. So you could be thinking about that and listen for some of those uh, words and phrases uh, during your night and, and day tomorrow. We'll talk about that tomorrow afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. This is WWL. And uh, we've heard that in the news all day today. and We talked about it earlier in the show. We uh, lost, a, you know, a, just an iconic New Orleans uh, R&B singer, Jean Knight, uh, who sang this song, Mr. Big Stuff, Big Hit. Um, she passed away at the age of 80. Uh, Died of natural natural causes, but uh, this is a this is a classic. I'm Scoot, and you know we're we're not you know we're not talking about something that, that that isn't obvious when we're talking about the Saints. It's dominated the conversation today because it seems like this is a new tipping point for the Saints. This is a this is a new moment for everybody to pay attention. The fans don't deserve apathy. And that's what we feel like we're getting. Let's go to Joe in Covington. Joe, you're on WWL. Hey, Scoot. Hey, Joe. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Joe, can you hear me? Hey, Scoot. Can you hear me now, Joe? All right, let's put let's put Joe on hold, and we'll go to uh, to Richard. Richard, you're on WWL. Good afternoon.
5: Yeah, we need to clean out start off with Alvin Kamara. We need to get that stuff out of here. We need to get the rest of James Williams, whatever his name from here. we need to clean house. That whole offensive line, we need to just clean house and get ready of to coach too while we had at it and get us some draft picks for all that stuff. Richard, How about that?
3: I, I think there's some players worth keeping. I think there's some players out there that are busting their butt. I mean, Chris Olave yesterday was phenomenal until he got hurt. I'm hoping he's okay. And then, um... Rashid Shaheed Rashid Shahid, Rashid Shahid it, it was was injured yesterday, and and he seems like he's really got the the spirit and the passion. All right, let's go to Joe in Covington. He's uh, he's with us now. Hey, Joe.
5: Hey, hey, Scoot. Hey, can you can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, good. I was calling you about the Saints too. Uh, I'm like you. I've been a Saints fan forever, and I think you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier. Uh, you know, nothing's going to change. And, and the reason why is because the Saints fans are so passionate about that team. If they're going to fill that dome up every Sunday, they're going to go there and spend $150, $200 for those tickets. They're going to spend $12 for a beer, no matter what kind of sorry-ass product they put on that field. So what incentive does ownership have to do make any major changes? I mean, they're going, they're going to continue, going to get the same old thing every week. Uh, Dennis Allen's going to say, oh, we need to do better. You know, we need to do better in the red zone. We need to stop the penalties. But nothing gets done
2: because they're going
5: to fill that dome up no matter what, and they know that.
3: Well, that is – uh, That's my opinion. And, and Joe, I mean, I, I I I mentioned that earlier. I think that's a legitimate concern. The fan base is so loyal. What's – What's the incentive to really, really need to do better? What's the incentive to, to, to want to do better? I mean, I'd think that, I would think that pride would have a lot to do with it. But I've got to get to a break here. And I mean, I, I could go on. But if, if I had listeners that I knew would listen to this show, no matter what I did, what would be my incentive to try to do a great show every day? I've been in this business a long time and I work hard every single day to do the best show I can from the very beginning to the very end. And eh, sometimes I screw up, but I do the best I can to recover if I do screw up. But it's because I, I owe that to you. And I also know that you, you're not going to be there if I don't do a great job. And that's the way it should be with everybody. You should be beholden to your audience, your fans, your clients. And, and you should have the fear of if you don't do a great job, they're not going to be there. And I don't know if that's a fear the saints have. There is definitely a need for things to change. What will change and when will it change? We'll wait and see. I really feel like this is a, a new moment in saints history. I can't emphasize that enough. Let's see what happens. And the conversation continues next on the second guest show with Bobby and Mike, live from the Silver Slipper Casino in Bay St. Louis, and the Coaches Show at 630 with Bobby and Mike Haas talking to Dennis Allen. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. Yeah, I mean, in all of this, you've got to keep your head off. I mean, I, I hope life is good for you. I don't make any less money if the Saints lose. I mean, invested because I'm a, a Saints fan, but I, I'm not going to let it, you know, ruin my day and don't let it ruin yours. But realize that as Saints fans, you have power and there needs to be some some bold decision making there because fans deserve better. All right, uh, Jaden Daniels uh, is not the leader, as far as a lot of people are concerned, for the Heisman. Bo Nix of Oregon is the is the leader. Uh, Michael Penix of Washington is up there too, but I think Jay Daniels uh, deserves it. We'll talk more about that. I want to thank uh, Diane Newman, our program director and uh, brand manager, uh, market manager Kevin Cassidy, assistant program director and brand manager, and senior producer of Scoot on the air, Ian Hoke, uh, news anchor Chris Miller, and I'm sorry, news anchor was Ian Ozan today. Ian, you did a great job. And uh, traffic with Dave. Brandon. Hey, thanks a lot for being part of this show. Join me on Scoot on the Air Facebook. Love you, New
1: Orleans